The first step is awareness of limiting beliefs. What is it that I'm thinking that's keeping me from living the life that I want to lead, that I want to live, that I want to create? What are those beliefs that are holding me back? What are those beliefs that are limiting me? And am I ready to let them go? Welcome to Is This All There Is, the podcast for high-achieving women who have checked all the boxes of success and are left feeling overwhelmed, unfulfilled, and stuck. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ryan-Fear, and in each episode, we'll use principles of cognitive psychology, feminist theory, and expert mindset coaching to help you build the confidence and clarity you need to accomplish whatever it is you want, even if you don't yet know what that is. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to Is This All There Is, episode number 47. So total transparency with you. I usually have each podcast episode fairly written out first. I like to process things through writing. And so I usually write out most of what I'd like to cover in the the podcast each time, or I at least have an outline. And this week, when I sat down to do the outline, there are just so many different things on my mind and so many things I wanted to share with you that it wasn't coming together. So I am honoring the theme that has been my life and business lately, which is building the plane as we are flying it. So there are a few things I'm going to share with you throughout this episode. So buckle up, friends. (laughs) I'm glad you're here for the ride. Going to talk about a few different things um, connecting to your belief system and how to shed limiting beliefs and the importance of beliefs. I'm talking about the importance of connecting to your heart and an update on my heart one year post heart surgery. And probably some other things. We're coming up on some holidays. So perhaps some quick tips on handling people specifically family-type people over the holidays. We'll just see where this episode goes. So thank you for being here on the journey. And I've noticed a few of you have posted reviews of the podcast on Apple Apple Podcasts, and I really appreciate that. Thank you. If you haven't had a chance to post a review or at least leave a rating, a star rating, I would be forever in your debt if you would do that for me to make sure that this podcast gets to more ears and more people who it can help. So please do take a moment and click the review button when you finish up this podcast. And if this episode and or any of the other episodes have been helpful for you, please do forward them to a friend because I want this to get out to as many people as possible. So let's see, as I'm recording this, it is the middle of November. And we are coming upon the one-year anniversary of my surprise open-heart surgery. So I talk a little bit about it in the February 20th episode of this podcast, Life Updates in the Mindset Gym. It's episode number 15. So I don't want to go too far into detail about what happened with my heart. But basically, I was doing fine and ended up having some heart palpitations and called 911, went to the ER and found out I had had what is called an aortic dissection. Now, if you're familiar with that, you know that only about 3% of people who have an aortic dissection survive because time is of the essence. And I was fortunate enough that the doctors diagnosed it quickly enough and everybody just was so amazing at their jobs at the hospital, the EMTs, everyone, 
rallied to make sure that I got on the operating table and was taken care of. And so it has been a journey, my friends, coming back from that. Physically, it was hard, but I have done hard things physically before. And so that wasn't the hardest part. What I will say is that mentally and emotionally was the hardest part. I still have some residual anxiety about what is my heart doing and am I safe? which I probably will continue to have for the rest of my life after having been through this experience. So November 22nd will be one year since I went into the into the emergency room. And November 23rd was when I woke up from having open heart surgery. And just the journey of coming back from that. And a lot of people ask me, they ask me pretty quickly after it happened, like, oh, do you have a new lease on life? Do you feel like you know, do you feel gratitude for this new lease on life? And at that point, I was like, no, I'm just pissed off that this happened. Like, my life is really flipping amazing. And I can't believe I was almost taken out of it. And that's when people usually say, well, you know, that could happen to any of us. We could die at any minute. And I'm like, yeah, but I did. (laughs) I coded on the operating table and I came back. So I, I, I was bitter afterwards. I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, I'm alive. I'm so blessed. This is amazing. Like that wasn't where I was at all when I first came out of it. And now a year later, I can tell you, like I call this my bonus life and I'm going to make sure that it is flipping fantastic because I am done worrying about things. I'm done worrying about the state of the world. I'm done worrying about money. I'm done worrying about what other people are doing. Like I just don't have the capacity for that. I am building an amazing life and I am taking care of others along the way to the best of my ability. And, you know, I have mentioned, I think in podcasts before, my fundamental belief is we're all just walking each other home. And I am 100% committed to that of helping walk all of you home. So anyway, I am, yeah, I'm to the point where I'm like, I'm living my bonus life. It is flipping amazing. I am back to pretty much 100% back to how I was before. I'm riding my horse, I'm hiking, I'm surfing, spending time with the horses, spending time with my family. And now I do feel such a deep sense of gratitude for this second life I've been able to live. And I want you to be at that point too, without having to go through a traumatic event. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately, how we tend to just kind of go about our lives in these patterns, in these almost rote patterns of this is who I am, this is what I believe, this is how I act. You know, like I am the introvert, I am the shy person, I am the overweight person, I am the person who picks an argument at Thanksgiving dinner. I'm just coming up with some random beliefs that you might have about yourself. And I don't want you to have to go through a life-threatening event or a traumatic event like the death of a loved one or some other life crisis to get to the point where you realize how amazing your life is and how amazing it could be and that you don't have to buy into any of those identities anymore because our identities are just thoughts. And the whole idea of I am dot, 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 however you finish that thought Your beliefs about yourself are just that. So a belief is simply a thought that we think over and over again. And the challenge with beliefs are that we have thought them so much 
that they feel like the truth, right? And I've talked about this before. Like one of my core beliefs about myself has been like, I am shy. I take a step back. Like I don't stand. I don't take a step forward. I'm the quiet one. And that's because throughout my whole life, that was what I was told, right? I'm the, you're the quiet one. You're the quiet one. But that doesn't make it true. What happens is we think these thoughts, we're told these things about ourselves, we make them our identity, and then we behave in a way that, that aligns with that because we think we're supposed to. We think that's our role. And then that role becomes our comfort zone. And so it becomes this cycle of, for example, I'll just keep using this idea of being the quiet one. Like you're told you're the quiet one for your whole life. And so then you're like, well, I'm the quiet one. I'm not going to speak up. Where I don't think you ever actually have that thought. Like you don't make that choice of, well, I'm the quiet one. So I guess I should be quiet. (laughs) But you just do. And then that becomes your comfort zone. So when you start to speak up, when you start to stand out, when you start to be seen, that feels very uncomfortable. If you feel like you're not confident if you feel like you don't really believe in yourself and you're you doubt yourself a lot you second guess yourself a lot you criticize yourself a lot that becomes your comfort zone too and so when you start to believe in yourself when you criticize yourself less when you start to have your own back that can be very uncomfortable too because it's an identity shift i learned a term the other day and of course now i can't think of what it is but it's a it's a term in psychology where you actively make choices from the person that you want to be rather than from your default. So for example, if you want to be the kind of person who speaks up in the face of racist comments, if you want your identity to be the person who speaks up, then you have to actively choose to be the person who speaks up and learn to be okay with the discomfort of that if you haven't been that in the past. So thinking a lot about identity and who you think you are, it's okay to let go of some of those beliefs. That's a lot of a lot of the work that I do with people is helping them to a see these beliefs because when we think something's the truth, we don't even really notice it, right? Like I'm the quiet person, that's just who I am. So it really helps to have someone who can point out these beliefs for you and how they're holding you back. So that's a lot of the work that I do with clients is helping them to see these beliefs. We call them limiting beliefs because they're holding you back from living the kind of life you want to live and being the kind of person that you want to be. So then you can change these beliefs and start to act and behave and believe in a new way to become the person you want to be and lead the life that you want to live. And you've heard me say it before, it all starts with your thoughts. It all starts with your thoughts and with your beliefs. So here's, here's where I'm building the plane <laughs> as I'm flying it with this podcast. So something else that's on my mind is in, related to this is how it is autumn. It's fall right now in the Western Hemisphere. And here in the Portland, Oregon area, it has been chilly and the leaves are falling. We've had a bunch of wind. And so it's gone from like the beautiful color changing leaves to a bunch of leaves on the ground. 
And I've been resisting it a lot. Like in my brain, it's still August and it's still nice outside, but in reality, it's November. And so I get kind of angry every time I go outside and it's cold because I am like, wait, no, it's it's August. It's supposed to be warm. <laughs> and then reality is like, nope, not August. It's November. And so that makes me think a lot about how we create so much of our own pain just by holding on to how we want things to be when things aren't actually that way. That wasn't where I was going to go with that thought. But that's that's so true. Like I cause so much pain is it seems like an extreme word for it, but annoyance, anger, frustration within myself when I think it should be nicer outside. And it's not. And I've lived in Oregon pretty much my whole life. And I'm still like, why is the weather so bad? <laughs> anyway, my point really was thinking about how nature how nature releases things, how nature lets go of things each year in order to lie dormant and rest and recuperate to come back in the spring with vibrancy and abundance and all of the good things. And how tying together the idea of nature and release, and this is usually a time where I am thinking in my own life and helping clients process what is a time to let go of. So specifically, what are the beliefs it's time to let go of? Because you don't have to keep believing the same things about yourself. Maybe it's time to let go of the belief that it's that you can't have the kind of body that you want to have, thinking about the belief I can't lose weight or I can't get healthy or I can't exercise. Maybe it's time to let go of the belief of I can't make money or I'm not good with money, or I, I have to work hard to make money. We have all of these limiting beliefs, and they tend to be about our bodies, about money, about our relationships, and really, they're all about ourselves. They're all about us. And so the first step is awareness of the limiting beliefs. What is it that I'm thinking that's keeping me from living the life that I want to lead, that I want to live, that I want to create? What are those beliefs that are holding me back? What are those beliefs that are limiting me? And am I ready to let them go? That's the big question, right? And I know instinctively you're like, yeah, of course I'm ready to let them go. But there's also kind of some some fear with that too, because if I let this belief, for example, that making money is hard go, if I let that belief go, what's going to come in its place? If I let, if you want to talk about more tangible things, if I let this friendship go, if I let this partnership go, if I let this job go, what if nothing comes in its place? Or what if something worse comes in its place? So being really aware of what are you clinging on to, what are you holding on to, and what are you afraid of if you let it go? What's the fear that's keeping you grasping, holding on tight to this thing? And that's, that's where self-trust comes in and trusting. If you have trust in any kind of higher power, trusting the universe, trusting that you'll be taken care of, trusting that everything's going to be okay, but 
primarily trusting yourself that no matter what happens, you're going to figure it out and you're going to be fine. Because so far, everything that's happened in your life, you've figured it out and you've been fine. I'm sure there have been really crappy things that have happened, but at the end of the day, you're still here. You're fine. (laughs) You're fine, right? So trusting yourself enough to being brave enough, courageous enough to let something go, whether it's a limiting belief, whether it's a job that's not working, all of the other examples I just gave, trusting yourself enough to let it go and trusting that something even better is going to come in its place. So that's where I want to go to kind of the third theme I've been thinking about for this podcast of A lot of you come to me and say, I know things aren't working out for me. I'm frustrated in my job. I'm burned out in my job. Or I feel anxious all the time. Or I'm at the stage of life where I thought things would be easier and they're just not. Or you want to make some kind of impact on the world. You want to leave a legacy and you're not sure what that was. But the common theme is I'm stressed out. I'm burned out. I want something different. I don't know what that is. And Part of that is because you're talking about two different things. So you're talking about, to zoom out a little bit, you're talking about what's happening in your brain versus what's happening on your heart. And to tie this episode back to the beginning, over the past year, I have had to do a lot of listening to my heart, like literally and figuratively. And I've been learning a lot about the energy of our hearts and the wisdom of our hearts. Because since starting my business, my focus has been on the brain, on the human brain and how our brains hold us back from doing what we want, how limiting beliefs, how social conditioning, how our culture causes us to think that we're not good enough, we're not doing enough. And we have these beliefs and we just believe that they're true. So That's been the primary focus of the work that I've done, but I've always felt like there's a next step, right? Like, yeah, I can help you stop feeling overwhelmed. I can help you build confidence in yourself. I can um, help you not worry about feeling shame or disappointment or discomfort. I can help you be more empowered and trust yourself more, all of those things. And then you get energy back because you're not beating yourself up all the time and life isn't miserable anymore. And then it's like, then what? And I want to be able to support people through that next phase of now I get to create what I really want. And how fun is that? And I can still coach on the fears that come up and all the mental piece, but there's this piece that's missing that's like, how do I know what I want? After a lifetime of putting everybody else first, It can be really hard to know what you want because you've been not listening to yourself for so long and no shame or blame there. That's kind of how we're taught where it's like, oh, put everybody else first, put yourself last, mom comes last. (laughs) And so over this past year, I've been exploring a lot about how to, once your mind is more quiet, how do you listen to your heart? And by heart, I mean intuition, spirit, soul that inner knowing, whatever you want to call it, that really knows who you are and what you want. You just haven't been listening to it for so many decades that it's it's quiet and you don't know how to tap into it. So 
the work I'm doing now is twofold. It's quieting your mind so things aren't so chaotic so that you can tap into your heart and truly listen to what is it that I really want? What do I want to build with this one wild and precious life that I have? What is it that I want to create? And that's how I'm feeling with this idea of this bonus life that I've been given. I'm, I'm here. I'm still alive. Let's do something amazing with it. And so once you learn to quiet your mind and quiet your brain and tap into what's on your heart, then you're going to be unstoppable. And that's what I want to help you do. Because your heart really is so much more powerful than your brain. I mean, there's research on this that the energy of your heart radiates out like, I want to say something like 10 feet in diameter around your body. And so when you're picking up a weird vibe from someone, that's really like your heart that's picking up on that vibe. It's it's not even your brain. You know how you've interacted with a person and you just have felt like uncomfortable around them, but your brain can't figure out why? That's because honestly, my friends, our hearts are so much smarter than our brains. We just don't know how to access our hearts or listen to our hearts. And so, like I said, over the past year, I've had to, I've learned to listen to my heart really like literally because that's where anxiety takes me of like, how's my heart beating? Is it still beating? Is everything okay? But also to think about it in a metaphorical way of like, what is on my heart? What, it, what does my heart need to say? And going from there. And so that has been super amazing and super cool. And that is some of the work that I'm creating in the world right now. So to recap, <laughs> this, this wild adventure we've been on called Is This All There Is podcast episode number 47. I have given you an update on my heart surgery a year later and what's going on with that. We talked about beliefs and letting go of limiting beliefs. And by the way, the way that you let go of limiting beliefs is making a conscious decision of saying, I'm not available for that belief anymore. And your brain's going to keep giving it to you because it's been giving it to you your whole life. But just remind yourself, you made a decision, you're not available for that anymore. Like I decided over the past few weeks, I'm not available for money drama anymore. I'm not available to getting stressed out about money. I'm not available for just that high alert that my brain goes into when I'm worried about money. I'm just not going there anymore. Like that doesn't serve me. And so decide what doesn't serve you and tell yourself I'm not available for that anymore. And then every time it comes up, just remind yourself, oh yeah, not doing that anymore. We talked about tying that to autumn and how nature lets go of things. And maybe it's time for you to let go of some things too. And we talked about quieting your mind so that you can tap into your heart to know what it is that you really want from your life. All right, friends, here's what I would love for you to do. You have homework. And that is to send me an email, amanda at amandaryanfear.com. And let me know what topics you would like me to talk about on the podcast. Anything that would make your life better, anything that you're feeling stressed about, anything that you are, that's on your mind or on your heart, I would love to talk about it on the podcast. And another thing is, if you would like to learn specific tools to quiet your limiting beliefs, to shed limiting beliefs, to 
let go of limiting beliefs and start believing in a more empowered, more confident way instead, plus learning how to um, get a handle on your emotions so you're not led around by your emotions anymore. You are looking to show up in a new way to act in a more confident way. And you're looking for ways to deal with other people and their opinions and how to not worry so much about what everybody else is thinking about you. You need to join my confidence revolution. I'm calling it a revolution because it really is. Nobody teaches these skills. And the more women that I can teach to be confident in who they are and what they want to do in the world, the more of you that are feeling confident to stand up, speak out, and lead and do the work that you feel is on your heart, that you feel called to do, the world is going to change. And believe you me, my friends, it is time for the world to change. So let's get you in your power. The Confidence Revolution is a four-module online course. It has a handful of videos and audio transcriptions and worksheets and accountability measures in each module because if you're at all like me, you love to buy online classes and then not do them and then feel guilty and beat yourself up for not doing them. So that's not going to happen with this one. That's the good news is that I am a teacher <laughs> and have been professionally trained as a teacher. And so I know how to build in um, factors to help you keep going. And also the results that you're going to get, even from the first video, you're going to want to keep going on this work. So jump in the confidence revolution. If you join before, let's see, I'm looking at my calendar, before November 26th, then I'm also throwing in a one-on-one -on -one private coaching call with me. So we'll sit down together via Zoom for an hour and talk about what's holding you back. And I will help point out some of the limiting beliefs that are holding you back so that you can start feeling more confident and move forward in a more empowering way. So join the confidence revolution and watch your life change. It is amazing, my friends. I will put a link in the show notes for you. And that is all for now. Thanks for being part of the journey. If you found this podcast helpful, head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And go ahead and send it to a friend while you're at it. Thank you. My mission in life is to liberate women from the limiting beliefs that are holding them back from living their fullest, most joyful lives. If you'd like to learn more about my work, check out my website at www.amandaryanfear.com. That's A-M-A-N-D-A-R-Y-A-N. F-E-A-R.com, where you can find links to join my free private Facebook group and learn more about working with me.